Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, darlings all. A very warm welcome to Tom Reed Wilson Has Words With, where we take a lexical journey with stars to explore how their tongues came to be. I talk about tongues a lot. With all this tongue, I feel like we deserve to know its origin. It comes from the good old Anglo-Saxon tunga, meaning organ of speech. So its identity was solely to do with language, not eating, not snogging, not, well, this is a family show. Our co-tongue explorer today is from the Black Country. The Black Country is an area of the West Midlands, England, just west of Birmingham. The Black Country gained its name in the mid-19th century due to smoky emissions from thousands of ironworking foundries and forges. Bagger chips were raised there many, many years ago and started treading the boards there in the early 1960s. She then hit the big time in London in review with Hattie Jakes and later Kenneth Williams. She's had all the peaks and troughs of a great star, but is currently atop a very large peak. I'm desperately fond of this glittering sensation, so it's my great pleasure to introduce her with a bespoke poem. The black country, when offering stars so very rarely falters, Bill Oddy, Lenny Henry, and of course, Dame Julie Walters. There's something in that Dudley air that makes one's talent rich. That air endowed our guest with fruity words and perfect pitch. Her flaxen mane could rival Doris Day or Glynis Johns, and all these assets led to winning RuPaul's Drag Race bronze. Now a household name intent on knocking off our socks, she's devised a kind of naughty nighttime gobblebob, where she and Vivian will throw the most delicious shade every time a new Netflix original is made. If shade were to be thrown at me, I'd like this girl to throw it. For she won't chuck her shade, she'll sort of Marilyn Monroe it. But for her, all that's in my arsenal is pure gush. And since I've known her eons, it's not apt to make her blush. Besides, her blush is on and matched by gloss on bee-stung lips. Yes, looking like an empress, it's the gorgeous bag of chips. Hello! Hello! <laughs> that was amazing! Darling. It's been ages, ages since we first met. Do you remember how we very first met? Oh, yes, we first met at um, G.A.Y. Porn Idol judging an amateur strip competition. It's a little bit like the X Factor for strippers, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the X Factor, but um, instead of singing a song, you get your um, 
your tuppence out. <laughs> but yes. Do you know, I remember there was one boy, because they're a fairly ebrious bunch by the shank of the evening. And there was one boy that came up and he hurled himself in his birthday suit up the pole and landed thud on his sacral coccyx. And the next day he slid into my DMs and he said, thank you so much. All my friends said you were very kind to me in your critique. <laughs> and I said, well, never mind that. Were you hospitalized? How's your back? And he didn't even remember. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's that's how alcohol for you, darling. <laughs> the ultimate anaesthetic. Hats off to them, really. It takes a lot of courage to get in drag and stuff, but to actually... Um, get out of it. Bear your, your whole body in front of a room full of judgmental gays. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> well, my retinas were dazzled, they were. I know. I, I've been doing it for about over seven years, and oh my God, the things I've seen. Oh my, It's the only bit of action I get, to be honest, so I'm missing it terribly, <laughs> really. <laughs> now, Donnie, I asked you here today because your pipes are so distinctive, and I'm not just talking about your lovely black country vowel sounds. I mean the town of your voice, which is like a cross between a coo and a gurgle. And I know you attribute that largely to cigarettes, don't you? And when did you start smoking? I'd probably say I started smoking around the age of two. I'm a bit like the baby from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you know, the baby in the pram. So yes, <laughs> my mum used to put a bit of gin on my gums to get me to sleep. And um, yeah, just the black country smog. Um, Yes, yes. And it was ubiquitous in your day, wasn't it? There were still pea supers and there was still smoking in the theatres. The theatres, the bars, you could smoke on the buses, um, after school, having a ciggy after a long day, being a straight boy. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about those early days of hitting the big time in London, because you shared the bill, oh, I must just define bill because that's short for show bill which was on billboards where the stars were ranked in order of of size of stardom but you shared the bill with some huge stars didn't you oh many of people well um back in the 60s i used to do the odd song with silla black um at the cavern yes we um we used to have a ciggy at the back after she did the cloak check doing the coat and this was before the beatles <laughs> this is before the beatles i actually in- introduced her to our um her late husband bobby because um a lot of people think oh they just fell in love but no, Bobby was trying it on with me for a very long time. And I said, <laughs> Bobby, you're not getting it, darling. You know what I mean? And Hattie Jakes. This is in the carry-on days. Well, I could tell you many a story. Me and Barbara <laughs> Windsor um, went for a few drinks in Soho um, after filming. But I was always drunk on set. But... Um, <laughs> Weren't they all? Dame Barbara Windsor went up to... Because uh, Kenneth Williams didn't like new people coming on the, um, on the set or, or the films. Yeah, like, he was rather erinaceous, wasn't he? He was like, who the hell's this? And Barbara Windsor had just started and he was like, who's this blonde peroxide? I'm not going to use the word, because, but you know what I mean? Who's this trollop, basically? I was like, don't be horrible. Give, you know what I mean? Don't put that tongue away. She's a new girl. Let's be nice. I know. It could have found a lot of people, but a very, very funny man. He loved Hattie J. Absolutely adored that. Oh, yes. Were they Christmas together, according to his diaries? Yes. And I, I used to go for many Christmas parties. I've been to many Christmas parties. We used to go to um, Kensington Palace to see um, Princess Margaret and Lord Snowden. And oh, um, yes. yes, and we had Danny LaRue there. 
we had um, oh we had we had um, so many uh, Dudley Moore. Do you remember Dudley Moore? Uh, oh, there were so many yeah. people. Everybody was there, and um, oh. yes, and Princess Margaret like, would just always top me up with the gin because we were both gin drinkers. And um, <laughs> yes, we were very naughty. We went streaking through um, the gardens of Kensington Palace. It's where the, <laughs> they've now got a memorial of Princess Diana there now. But before that, me and um, Princess Margaret were um, knickers in the air running through the field. <laughs> Now, darling, I hate to speculate about age, but if you were a contemporary of, of Princess Margaret's and of Hattie Jakes, etc., then that puts you pretty well into your 80s. <laughs> and I have to say, you're looking really wonderful. Is there a secret to this, oh, this eternal youth? Oh, my God. Well, especially since track race, there's a little thing called money. And uh, when you've got the money, you can look anywhere you want. <laughs> I'm a character actress, so I like to play the old scrubber or the maid or the um, bar wench. You know what I mean? If I, they always cast me as um, the kind of Nancy from Oliver or the maid from Mary Poppins. But um, you know, I'm never, the, I'm never the princess or the leading lady. I'm always it's a just beggar. Well, if I was in Downton Abbey, I'd be the cook downstairs. You know what I mean? What's extraordinary to me is here you are, a lady in your 80s. I, I, this is the last time I'll mention your age, I promise. Early 80s. But then you come into early 80s and then you're thrown into this, well, arguably the most trendy show on television. And you've got a very trendy daughter, Donna. Does that mean you're suddenly really up with modern parlance? Well, that's the reason I wanted to do the show. I, I was I was retired from show business for a while, for a couple of years, because I was like, right, you've done stage and screen and all this. And then you did I did it all. And then oh I did I, I've done everyone, darling. I really have. <laughs> and then uh, and then my daughter, Donna Ran, um, who's a lesbian. And Donna Ann Chips. Yeah, Donna Ann Chips. She was like, Mom, I really love this show. I'd love you to be a part of it in any way. I said, Oh, maybe I could host it or judge it. And they're like, Well, Bagger, you haven't worked for a while. Um, I think I think you've got a, a bit like Tina Turner, I had to start all over again. And um, yes. And yes, um, I'm down with the kids now. Like, I'm normally singing the greatest songs of Dame Vera Lynn and um, Mrs. Moore around the piano. Mrs. Mills, sorry, that's the um, pills kicking in. Mrs. Mills. And um, <laughs> yes, and now I'm bopping around to Ariana Grande and Lady Goo Goo. It's absolutely amazing. Oh, I'm through. I didn't know when she was nobled. Oh, oh, I know. I don't remember. She did it very discreetly. Well, I got the MBE. Oh, when was it? 96, 97? Well, you ought to be a dame. I'm sorry, but you really should. I'm pinning my colours to the mast. <laughs> well, I want to take this dame from Dudley right back to Dudley, right back to the very beginning as we get regional with Bag of Chips. So, darling, where exactly were you born? I was born in West Bromwich Hospital. It's called Sandwell Hospital in a town called West Bromwich. This was, you know, I mean, I was a pre-war baby. The, sec the First World War had just finished. Um, I was a pre-war, Second World War baby. We used to ration. We used to, I was actually born in an air raid shelter. Oh, my. It took 17 hours for, for my mum to give birth to me because apparently I had a, um, an abnormal sized head. It was a tough life there, wasn't it? Because, I mean, 
you didn't go to nursery. I mean, um, you started working at the age that most children were going to nursery. Oh uh, yeah, I, I was working before I could speak. Basically, um, I my mum gave me um a, a chip peeler, and I was just peeling chips just for you know I mean just peeling potatoes, and then they put them in a tumbler and. And then they chopped them up, and because we had a family-owned fish and chip shop, oh, I see. all my mum wanted was a front door. And um, I, I said, when I get rich and famous, I'll buy you a front door. So I brought her a semi-attached house after when I got into show business. So I guess while most kids were kind of learning nursery rhymes and hearing stories, well, I was you're still learning program. nursery rhymes. Oh, was, you were. Yeah, oh, good. So they learned for us loads. Like there were, there were my mum my, my used to learn me nursery rhymes because I didn't go to school. Like there was a man from Leeds who swallowed a packet of seed in less than an hour. His dick was a flower, and his bollocks were covered in weed. Things like that. So we did. We did. I did get an education that's a lovely one and i guess you were learning all the extra things on the menu like a battered saveloy and, and oh yes battered also in your culinary world was the phrase going for a ramsden what's that life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com hey dave yeah randy since we founded bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what i got it bombas Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, well, Ari Ramsden. Ari Ramsden's the most famous British fish and chippier in the, we've ever had. We've got many chains all around the country, Brighton Pier, and people call it a posh fish and chip shop. It's basically a fish and chip shop, but you can eat inside. Oh, I see. And uh, it just makes people, a lot of people like to go to the Ivy and Harrods. Well, you know what I mean? I, I'd rather, I'd, if I'm going to go for a meal, I'm going to say, if you're going on a date, take me to Harry Ramsden's and let's go. To, I'd, I want fish and chips, mushy peas, curry sauce, battered sausage. I have at least 10 battered sausages a day. Oh my, well, I think that that's a nice even number. And you say we, darling, uh, is he in the family? Yes, well, well Ari, Ari Ramsden is, uh, he was uh, my great, great grandfather. <laughs> so darling, what are the differences between the black country and the Birmingham dialect? Well, with the outskirts of Birmingham, you're talking about 15, 20 minutes in a car. We do still have that same kind of, hello, Bab, you're right, you're right, I come from Birmingham. We've got that, we still talk the same, but we've got certain words. So Birmingham, Birmingham people talk quite, kind of slower. They, they still talk the Queen's English, but it's very, hello, how are you today? Are you okay? I come from Birmingham. I'm having a brilliant day today. But with us, we're very fast. We're called jam yams. And we're more like, 
Yeah, more right, Bob. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I could do it. Now, I, I, I got none. I got no facts. I need to get some facts. I, I got none. Oh, no, you call me, you call me nicking bags. Oh. You call me doing that, Bob. So we're, and we're more facts. More too. It's not just, it's not just that it's speaking at a clip. It's got tons and tons of music in it oh. in comparison. Oh, yes. Well, um, well, my, my dear friend Sue Nichols, who plays Audrey Roberts in Coronation Street, yes. is originally from Wensbury, the Black Country Shop. I think she, and this is a God's honest truth, um, I might be wrong, but I actually think she is a, a, a lady of Wensbury, or, or her family was. Yes, she, she is a noble, like uh, lovely Lady Gaga. And I think it's my area she's the nobled from. So, um, yes, I, <laughs> I, I look up, yes, he was... Um, someone to aspire to, Audrey Roberts from Coronation Street. <laughs> Bagger, I have amassed some black country words and phrases. Will you do me the honor of playing translator? Oh, I would absolutely love to. <laughs> oh, I'm thrilled. Okay, here we go. Core. Core means can't. So Instead of saying, I can't do that, you'd say, I can't do that. Oh, you just can't do it. There's a million miles from the Cockney core in Core Blimey, because that core is actually a mutation of God. Yeah, it's so different. Because Core Blimey was God blind me originally, and then as it got more and more Cockney, it was God blimey. I think we're just very lazy in the black country. I think we just like to make words shorter. So, <laughs> so yeah, like, so if you say, you'd say, oh, I couldn't go to the shops. You're just saying, I could go to the shops, Bab. I could go. I'm, I'm busy. Uh, what about yow? Yow. That just means you. So that means, yeah, all right. Oh. We, we like to make sentences smaller. So a normal sentence would be, are you, are you okay? But we'd say, yeah, all right. Oh, you're just trimming the fat. You're just trimming the fat, basically. So, yeah, we're right, Bab. Instead of, how are you today? Are you okay? Oh, well, Bab was next on my list. So, Bab is. It's just a, a word of endearment. The Geordies have pet. Oh, why are you pet? How are you doing, pet? You know, people in London say, all right, darling. All right, sweetheart. Yes. You're all right. <laughs> in Birmingham, and, and it is Birmingham as well, not just black country. We say, you're right, Bab. How are you, Bab? Is that. Horribly confusing for Donna because I mean to be called Donna Bab. Her birth name is Donna Ran Chip. So, oh. it, so it's Donna Ran Chip. So when I was pregnant, I, I said I'm having a little kebabby because we say baby as well. We don't say baby. Oh. We, uh, we, so we'd say baby. We wouldn't say baby. So we, if someone was pregnant, we say, "Am you having a baby?" Oh, throw the baby in the bathwater. Baby's very posh to a black country person. She's having a baby. People would be like, "Why is she talking like that for?" You know what I mean? She's having a baby. <laughs> Next one. This next one that I can't make any sense of. Boston. Boston. That's absolutely Boston, that is, mate. Oh, my God. If you had a new suit on, you were decked up to the nines, absolutely looking all dapper, and you'd say, how do I look? I'd be like, you look absolutely Boston. Absolutely. Oh, super. Wonderful. If you just cooked me dinner, how was that? Did you enjoy the food? Oh, it was bloody Boston. Oh, I could eat another plate. I love that because it really sounds like it. Yeah, absolutely busting. Bursting with brilliance. Busting. Uh, riffy. Riffy, that means dirty, scruffy. So riff. Let's say, um, I don't know, you've been, a, you've been working in the mines all day and you come back yes. home and it's all about presentation. You could have no money, but um, in my day, you know what I mean, you don't, even... The poorest man would wear a shirt, you know what I mean? So 
you'd come back from work and if you had a bit of soot on your face, you'd be like, oh God, you, your face is all riffy. Come here and spit on your hand and wipe it off. So riffy oh. just means you've got, you're all riffy, like you're all dirty. That's interesting what you say about that era and wearing shirts because one of your colleagues, the great comedic actress, Athene Seiler, I think you did a play with her. <laughs> she said that in the 50s, you'd go out to an audience and it would be a sea of white shirt fronts. And oh she said it was my God. Behold. Oh my God. When I was on stage, it was like looking at Ryland's teeth. It was just a, a sea of white, just bright white shirts. You know what I mean? It was very expensive to go to the theatre and uh, me and a lot of the girls would do um, shows for a penny or a shilling. So we used to do that so people could afford to go to the theatre. Oh, right. Our last one, I can't believe it. Our last one is I'm going wum. I'm going what? <laughs> I'm going wum. Or I'm going oh. wum. Hey, oh, hum. Oh, I see. Is that going home? Hum. It's just short for, so home. Um is short for home. So, oh, I'm going home now. I'm going home. I can't be doing with this. I'm going home. I've had a terrible day. I just want to go home. I want to go home, basically. And Hashtag it's, just, it's the same for horse. So, a, a horse, we, we call it os. Get on, get on that os. I love this abreed situation. Because we're very famous as well. We have many gypsy travellers are from the black country. So, yeah, and Hence Gypsy Toast. Yeah, Gypsy Toast. And I've got I've got Gypsy Blood in me, you know what I mean? I used to do I used to do um, Blackpool with Gyp Gypsy Prentralenko and Gypsy, Gemini Astrid and um, Gypsy Rosalie. Uh, well, they used to get um, silver in their palms. I used to get something totally different in my palm. Oh. But um, yes, it was, yes, that's where I get my gift from. Well, darling, you're so liberally endowed with gifts. And I have to thank you so much for being here today because... I don't think we've ever had anyone who's rubbed shoulders with as many royals, as many show business icons, and of course you are one yourself. So thank you for taking this lexical tour back to your roots with us. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I, 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 I absolutely adore you. I love everything you do. You're such a brilliant friend. Um, I must go soon because um, Judy Dench is, um, wants to phone me and have a quick chat. She's... Um, She's always over on a Tuesday, yeah. isn't she? She's been very dramatic today. She won't leave me alone, so I better give her a call and just see if she's okay. It's probably the sex. She says it's its best in her octogenarian years. You should know. Well, it's true. I did a play when I did Macbeth with um, Judy Dench. I did it with Judy Dench, um, Maggie Smith, and um, Roy Barraclough, who was in Coronation <laughs> Street. The story just go on and on, but. Yes, let's bring on that Damehood. That's what I'm looking for next. Oh, well, I think you could put a good word in with Jude. She's like that with the Queen. Uh, she really is. Oh, brilliant. That's what I need. I knew the mum. I knew the sister. But um, yes, when I got my, uh, it was Margaret who got me the MBA. So I, I don't, I've never met the Queen, but hopefully I will. Oh, <laughs> Lilibet's lovely. Lilibet is just enchanting. Oh, so Shirley um, Temple, as uh, my dear friend used to call her. <laughs> well, I adore you and bon soirée and love to Judy. Thank you so much. And if you could send me the poem you said at the beginning of me, the um, the story with, about me, that I, I would love to put that on my Twitter because it's basically a work of art and you're just... Oh, darling! You're no, very talented. Absolutely. It's winging its way to you. <laughs> 
My chat with Bagger has me ruminating on the rich lexical pageant drag has offered. Feeling one's oats. This was one of many drag expressions popularized on RuPaul's Drag Race. The reference is to the wonderful slow burning energy source that is a good bowl of porridge. When that energy surge kicks in, one fires on all cylinders, throwing shade. Boy, this one is clever. The story goes back to the Latin root umbra, meaning shade. By the 17th century, the word umbrage had started to use that shadow metaphorically. Casting it or taking it meant to take or cast offense. Drag queens have done the very same with the word shade itself. Promise not to throw me too much virtual shade as I now say over and out, if you enjoyed this episode, remember, it's but one bean in the coffee grinder. For more, do subscribe, bestow your stars, compliment, throw shade, or simply select your favorite word of this episode. In the meantime, oodles of love. This has been a Monkey Kingdom and Acast production. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.